Hello. Hey. Hey. Okay, so we finna start. All right. What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode for my sex parent podcast. I have a special guest with me today by the name of Ben Joe. Say hey, Ben Joe. Hey, y'all. What's up? Make sure you guys follow Ben Joe on all of his social media. It'll be in the description below. He is also a fabulous, amazing, astounding photographer. So, you know, make sure you check out his work. All of that will be in the description for this podcast. And Benjo, I'm basically going to ask you a few questions. And then after that, we're going to play a Never Have. We're going to play Never Have I Ever with my right. version instead of like the regular version. All right. I got you. So cool. Just to put it out there, you guys, Benjo is a father. He has a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little girl who is, how old is she now? Five. So you feel me? You guys, we finna learn about Benjo being a father and everything about his life. And, you know, we finna talk about sex and stuff. So to start off, let the people know what is your sexuality? How do you classify yourself? And are you comfortable with your sexuality? Uh, well, I'm for sure heterosexual. Um, yes, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Um, women are amazing. So I couldn't see myself staring, you know, any other way from that. And that's just on period. You got <laughs> to have the punani in your life. Oh, uh, true. Big facts. <laughs> How often do you talk about sex, whether it's with a friend or a domestic partnership? Is this like a common conversation or is it kind of like uh, we talk about it rarely? Um, I don't talk about it as much since I became an adult. Once you are a, a veteran and it's something like this, <laughs> it, it, ain't, it ain't really much to discuss. It's really the experience in it. Then you just have to see. So not saying like you talk about what you can bring to the table, but do you have like just ordinary conversations like do you suck dick or do girls ask you, do you eat pussy? Or is it kind of like one of those things where... When you see me, then you can figure it out. If not, then you're not going to figure it out. Oh, okay. Well, because I have a daughter, I'm real funny about, like, uh, initiating conversations like that because Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, come off too strong. I don't want to make it seem like all I want is sex from you. Like, and I just don't want to be an asshole. So, like... If it comes up in conversation, then I'll talk about it. But I'm just not that guy who first thing that comes to mind is bring that up to you. I just don't want to be that person. I'll let somebody else be that person. Okay. So then what is one of your most memorable sex experiences? Like what was the time where you had sex, whether it was penetration or it was just something that was sexual and it was like, wow. You know what? I may forget you, but I will never forget you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I want to say probably my first threesome. Okay. So that one and yeah, yeah, I'll just keep it at that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what made that so memorable? Um, I think a lot of guys' dreams. That probably is one of the American dreams for us. Like, just to <laughs> be able to do that and make that happen. And it was 
it took me by surprise because, you know, I just wasn't expecting it. And then it happened. And I haven't been right since. Like I haven't been right since. <laughs> what? I'm telling you, like, like them girls are still my homegirls. Like, I barely talk to them. But, like, we ain't got no beef, no none of that. Like, anybody I've probably, like, done something like that with, I'm still cool with them. Most of them are in committed relationships right now. I'm not tripping. Like, but it just was an experience that I'll never um, forget because I'm still in shock. You know what I'm saying? That I was fortunate enough to uh, have that experience. So do you consider it? Okay, so I have to ask this question because it's like one of those um, opinionated type questions. I consider a threesome where it involves three people, <laughs> point blank, period. Whether it's three men, three women, two guys and a girl, two girls and a guy. Do you look at threesomes the same way or do you no. feel like it's different? Okay, so what's your definition of a threesome? Okay, so this is probably going to be hated on, but I don't care. So I mean, you know, judgment-free. Can't nobody check you. Right, so I think that when all three people are interacting with each other, I think that is a threesome. Now, if you're you're talking about uh, two guys and a girl, unless those two guys are interacting with each other, I don't consider that. Me and my personal opinion do not consider that a threesome. Oh, okay. They, they are definitely running a train on her. Which no judgment, like do what you do. If you like it, I love it. But unless those two guys are kissing on each other or something, then I just can't see it being called a threesome because you're not having a, a, a three-way situation where everybody is equally yoked in, in participation. Okay. You know what? I like your answer. I appreciate your answer. Thank you. That was actually smart. That was a good one. Okay. So how do you feel about sex education in the school systems? Because in America, sex education... It's only talked about very, 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 very little. And the little things they do talk about is always condoms, STDs, and save yourself until marriage. Do you feel like that is just a good enough foundation for sex? Or do you feel like the school si- the school system should do a little bit more? Um, I, I guess that's a, that's a pretty interesting question because it depends on the school system, the pregnancy rates and things like that. But it's not going to stop people from having sex. Like, those kids are still going to do it. Um, I think the sex education I got in school was beneficial because I started using condoms because of that. Because I was too scared to catch an STD. I was too scared to get somebody pregnant. Like, they had me shook to where, like, I'm not even supposed to be doing this. But if I am going to be doing this, like, let me make sure I'm straight. So I won't be walking around here with things I can't get back up, uh, 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 things I can't get rid of. So um, I think it, it is important, but like, I guess restating the, the uh, use of condoms and things like that, like you just have to say it, like you have to get that over with. And I think that the rest of it could be case by case because some students might have more questions than others. Some students might not have parents at home to want to talk about it. Like somebody like me, it's, it's going to be a real tough conversation to have with my daughter. For me. 
You feel like that? I feel like that because, you know, she's going to always be a child to me. I've had it with my sister, which was a tough one. But just like, I guess when my daughter gets older, it might be tougher. So if somebody else, you know, a class, a teacher or something, and then she comes back with me with questions after that, then I guess I could do it. It's just a scary part of initiating the conversation for me because that means my child is getting older. That means she's not a baby anymore. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to mm. like deal with it eventually. So I understand. I feel like I was one of those kids growing up where like they didn't teach us enough in school because I had too many follow-up questions and we never had sex educators come in and talk to us. It was always my PE teacher or a health coach which is basically still a PE teacher. True. So it was like that. And then they were always like, well, you know what? I don't know the answer to everything. Just ask your parents. And then my, when I would go to my parents, because I am my parents' only daughter, their mindset was, well, you don't need to know about sex anyways because all boys want to do is knock you up and leave you hanging. And I'm like, well, damn. Yeah, and I think as a teacher, like, you only want to talk about it strictly by the book because – with social media, these kids having cell phones, if you say the wrong thing, that could be your whole career down the drain. If you get too in- okay, these are facts. too detailed or not detailed enough, that's a scary conversation to have nowadays. When I was growing up, you was fortunate to have a cell phone. Now everybody has one. Like, and people gonna record you, put it on something. Like, imagine you know wanting to be more in detail, and you lose. Hello. Hey, Hello. I don't know what happened. It just yeah, I was it... I, yeah, I was still on the recording. Oh dang! It told me that it ended for me. Oh. <laughs> well, hot damn! That was disrespectful. Just said y'all need to shut up. Wow. Okay, but what were you saying though? Uh, social media I... teachers. Or yeah, and, and I, no, and I was saying that imagine uh, doing all that coursework, uh, internships taking the practice, studying for it, doing all those lesson plans, and then you lose your job and your credibility because you went too far in the education. Like, that that would suck. So I don't blame them for being strictly by the book and saying, go ask your parents. Now, if your parents want to be detailed with you, that's on them. But these folks got pensions. These folks got insurance. Some of these folks got kids. That's their livelihood. And, like, I wouldn't be deep with it either. Like, yeah, I'm, I know I'm I'm nasty, but, like, why would I give kids details about what I'm doing? When I was their age, I shouldn't have been doing it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to help them do that or coerce them to think that's okay. Well, maybe not that, but, like, you know, kind of enforce to them, like, why they shouldn't do it because of, like, some of the things that happen. Like, I feel like one of the things that could be taught to kids starting in pre-K could be consent. Like, we all, when we grew up, or I could say when me and you grew up, because I don't know about this generation now, but when we grew up, we was taught, like, the no-no square or cooties or anything like that. I don't think that's a thing now. And it's like, instead of calling it a no-no square or cooties, just go ahead and tell them, like, it's called consent. You need to have permission. Because I feel like a lot of times people are spoiled in a sense. 
because if somebody tells them no, they'll be pissed off and they'll be crying. But it's like no means no. And you should know that because in the real world, you can't cry just because somebody tells you no. Right. This is this is true. But like nowadays, like that cootie stuff don't don't work or telling somebody, you know, like boys are icky and all that. Like and this yeah. climate we live in now, you can't even like be on this. Because you just don't want to offend nobody. You don't want to like say the wrong thing and then get some mess started. So it's easier just to say like what they doing now. <laughs> Not what we when we was growing up. That's why we need to bring bullying back. Back then, getting bullied was the rite of passage. It built self esteem. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bullies, the people getting bullied, bringing choppers in the, in the schools now. Yeah, see, now, nah, a lot of things that happened to us while we were in school and stuff like that, kids can't do it now because people will start coming to school, beating everybody up, crying, wanting to fight all the time. Oh, they're not, they not fighting. They, they bring guns from their parents' head. not playing. Oh. <laughs> and this is why that's the problem. We are enabling the problem. Right. But my next question is, because you are a parent, what is it like to be a father? And, like, give us a little detail of, like, what your life is now that you are a father. Well, not now, because you've been a father for five years. But what is your life like as a father? Um... I will say that, uh, what I want to say, I'm trying to say some stuff that, that won't get me in trouble. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, being a father is amazing. Being a good dad is hard because people look at you um, as an example. And people, like, I know a lot of baby fathers, they come talk to me. People have DM me. People come approach me in person, ask me how I'm doing and what I'm doing. I can't even tell you how, how many times I've exchanged numbers with people with, who have kids. Because for some whatever reason, they think I got it figured out. But, like, you know, everybody got a different situation. And uh, somebody like me, I understand people, like, they look up to me as far as being a father or whatever. But I never feel like I'm doing a good enough job. And so I think that's one of my biggest struggles because I just be needing the confidence from certain people that, you know, I, at least act like I'm a good father. So, and hopefully, you know, certain, uh, certain people will understand that one day. Um, but I love my kid though. Like she motivates me. She keeps me going. There's days where I don't feel like moving. There's days where I'm down and depressed, but knowing I have her, and seeing her smile and doing things for her, like, and just being there as a man and as an example of what a man should look like is everything to me. And I can't focus on nothing else but that. Like, it is what it is. Like, everything I do, I'm in school again, getting my second master's. Period. I'm, I'm trying to, like. Black excellence. And and I'm, I'm changing, you know, my field because I realized that what I was doing was making me miserable. And so... And it, it was making me content. So how can I really enjoy being a father if I don't even like what I do during the day? So if I'm miserable at work, I'm going to take that misery back home. So now I find, finally found something I want to do. And once I'm graduating, me and my daughter are going to travel around the world. I'm going to make sure she sees stuff that I've never seen or heard of before. 
Like, she's going to have a such better life than me. And, like, honestly, like, my the biggest thing I want in the world is, is just for her to say that, you know, I'm the best daddy ever. If I get that, then I live the life that I'm supposed to. So that's, like, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. Like, I just want to be there. I want to be there more than, than I am. Like, she lives in a whole other state. But I would like to have her, you know, more often. I would like to see her all the time. Um, circumstances, you know, are different, but once I'm done graduating, like, we just gonna do stuff. I can't wait to show her stuff. I can't wait to teach her things. Uh, make her more creative, like I am. I do I do things with sound. I do stuff with lights. I do photography. I can't wait to show her all that. So maybe she can start making her money before you know, she graduates high school and things like that. There's just so much stuff I want to do with her. Like, I don't know. I got I got plans, and hopefully they work out. Um, but I would tell people that if you're not ready to have no kid, like, you know, chill, because it, it ain't it ain't easy, but it's definitely like fulfilling for sure. And uh, kids are broke, so people who want to have kids remember that they don't come with their own money. <laughs> so, so you better have some. Uh, saved up for that, but I don't know. I apply to anybody who take care of their business. I apply to anybody who uh, is a good father. If um, people need me, like you said, like my social media stuff is going to be uh, in the bio or whatever. Like, I'm willing to talk about it. Hell, maybe one day I'll start a non-profit about it. I don't know. But That will be dope because it is a lot of I feel like in society's eyes, there's always like a good mom, a good strong mom, and stuff like that. But there are a lot of strong and amazing yeah. dads. See, that'd that be blowing me, right? Right. That'd be blowing me because people like me don't even get like recognized. Like I know people like you. You notice it and you say it. People at Belmont at State they see it. Like maybe my family see it too. But I'm just saying, like you, court systems are expecting you to be a deadbeat father because everybody thinks everybody's a deadbeat father. Everybody right. thinks that only the mothers know how to be parents. And that's just not freaking true. And then and sometimes most mom, m- moms are just as absent as the dads. They're just not talked about as much because men, I feel like personally, sometimes men don't want to go too far with disrespecting their baby mother or yes, the mother it, of their child. I, baby mama's I would, I would never like, even if that girl pissed me off, I would never, ever bash on like social media like no junk like that because like my kid is gonna see that one day and like right. I don't know it like like I said it don't matter what me and her talk about I don't care what kind of day she having like I won't never do that I gotta protect my image not try to destroy hers so that is a quote that is a that is an amazing quote protect my image and not destroy her hallelujah yeah, you know she, what? We put that on the t-shirt. Good, cause at the end of the day, she's still a mother of my kid. Like I still got love for her. We just, you know, we we went separate ways. That's all that was. And that's fine. You know, that's just part of life. Do you and your, do you and the mother of your child have amazing communication? Not even when it just regards to your child, like just in total. Cause a lot of people have like issues with their significant others that they made a baby with. 
and they don't know how to communicate with each other, which sometimes causes the child to be in the middle of it, which can lead to either an absent father or an absent mother or not seeing one side of the family just because the mom don't like you right now or the dad ain't fucking with you. Well, I will say this. A lot of absent fathers are not absent by choice. I just want to put that out there. Okay, true. Sometimes you are put in that situation whether you like it or not. So, but as far as like me and her communication, like it's not as good as it used to be simply because she used to be my best friend. So with her, like us having a kid while she was my best friend and then us like separating, it kind of made it hard and it kind of made our friendship different too. Like, you know, it's cool. She's my baby mama or whatever, but I don't have my best friend like I used to no more. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to manage that communication. Not because she's an awful person. Like, she cool, but I don't know. Our relationship is just different now. And so, like, some people, I guess, would see that as, like, bad communication, but when somebody goes from a different level of friendship than what they were, you just have to have some type of boundaries to protect not only that person, but protect yourself, most importantly. So, I mean, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, well, at least you try to make it work. Because some people really don't try. They'll be like, you know what? I text you one time, fuck you. And it's like, what? Yeah, (laughs) but it'd be be like that, though. You know, like, it happens. (laughs) I'm not going to say it happens in my situation. (laughs) But... Yeah, but you know, sometimes it's like that one time you don't know what I was doing like in them six hours. Could you at least give me a full 24 hours before you just totally dismiss me? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, are you more responsible now because you're a parent? Like, well, you already said this kind of sort of earlier, but like, do you are you very picky about who you let into your life now because you're a parent or are you still kind of like the same free spirited, but just older? Um, okay. Uh, let's see what I asked the first. Well, no, I wouldn't say that you were a free spirit because you were still very reserved. You just knew how to have fun, but you were still very much so a gentleman. Right. So did she make me grow up? I was already an adult, uh, before I had her, um, big facts. So, I started being a daughter at 14 years old. My parents divorced. I had to be a man then. I got older, started making money, uh, went to school. And then, like, my father passed away in 2013. So I had to end up being, like, at that point, my sister's daddy. So I had to change from being just a big brother to now I'm her daddy, too. So, like, being her father before I actually became a father, like... Mm. It, it helped in, in, in a way because she was 10 when it happened. So, <laughs> And she's 18 right now. She just graduated high school in uh, in December. She graduated early. So, like, my job is pretty much, like, yes. done being her daddy. I could be her brother now. So, um, and then when I had uh, Katora, I had to, uh, I mean, I straightened up, you know, a little bit more, but because I seen my sister growing up. I changed her diapers. I did her hair. You know, I was able to change my daughter diapers, do her hair, take her to certain places. Like, I know how to be around a, a toddler, you know, and, and be functional. Um, but she did kind of change me. Um, 
you know, I, I had just became a new, and I, it wasn't even a year later, and her mother was pregnant. <laughs> so it kind of like had it. I guess during my neo time, like what I'm trying to say, it had it had to slow down a little bit <laughs> because now I had a kid uh, and things like that. But as far as like having fun, I didn't miss a step at Alabama State. I ended up graduating a few months after um, she was born. She was born in September, and I graduated in May. But during that time, I was there. I had a blast. So I I can't compare my time to ASU like nobody else's, but I hope if you're listening to this and you still at State now, you better join these organizations. You better do community service. You better meet people. Like You better go to these meetings. Attend all of them. You never know who gonna who gonna offer you a job. You never know who's gonna be your Big friend facts. later on. These Big people, facts. these people you grow up with, probably not even gonna be your friends. But it's, it's gonna be somebody you met five minutes ago. It's gonna be one of your lifelong friends. But you gotta meet them first. Like, and if you decide to do divine nine, do that too. If you get picked, fortunately, I was. Um, my whole fam- my whole family noobs. So, like, you know, I went ahead and did that too. Um, but Indy like, loves. of course, always. So I guess like between the meetings, the partying, uh, the networking, uh, the love, the hate, and the experiences, like Alabama State don't owe me nothing. Like I did what I had to do while I was there. And in the tail end of it, I ended up creating a life too. And so mm-hmm. I mean, I don't regret that. I'm glad That's she really here. Beautiful. Right. So I lived life and created one all at one time. And it was just a beautiful experience. And I hope that people just don't sit around and just only thing they do is they schoolwork and go to the cab. I did my stuff too. If you're gonna party during the week, make sure you go to class in the morning. That was that's what I did. I might go out three, four times a week. And Hello. but I'm getting up for class for that nine AM. And if I can't, I won't go out that next day. I'm not missing no class. Like I'm there. I'm there to get a degree. Party's gonna always be there. People who don't got degrees party too. Like, <laughs> but you there for that purpose. <laughs> now that's real talk though. Like, that's real. But I'm when you just think about it, you be like, damn. That's it's real. But it was funny how you said it. People who ain't got degrees party too, and it's like, damn, that's real as fuck. Cause they be. Sometimes they be the main ones at the party, like shit. So I'm saying, school expensive. Like, just, you think these people don't want their loan money back? They they hounding me all the time, and I ain't got nothing for them. Like, like y'all better not waste that money playing around hey, missing someone class. Said, someone said on Twitter, I have already forgiven my loans. The government need to catch up, and I wholeheartedly agree. Even though I'm in grad school, so I ain't got to pay nothing back. <laughs> that was the realest tweet I saw, though. Oh yeah, see that. I'm in, I'm getting my second master, so they they got to slow down on me. Then that, yeah, don't call me right now. Yeah, that boy Joe Biden got in there and slowed it down some more. So mm-hmm. uh, yes, yes he did. He did that. And uh, and I want my fifty thousand, Joe. If Joe, if you ever listen to this, that fifty thousand off our student loans, I want that plus the two thousand STEMI. Yeah, even if he take that off of my ass, it's it's gonna put somewhat of a dent in there. But I'm I'm three degrees, and I was out of state student for Alabama State. Mm. Good. They gonna want me for an arm 
and all my the rest of my limbs, not just a leg. <laughs> so I might have to donate a kidney. I'm telling you, but I ain't gonna trip about it. Once I'm done with this degree and I get in the entertainment industry, I'll be rich and famous. I'm paying off all mine at one time. Like I ain't even Amen. gonna I ain't even gonna trip about that. They're gonna get their money. They're gonna have to give me about four to five years and they'll get all their money at one time. You feel me? Call me when I'm 50. I promise you I got it by then. Yeah, so they they ain't going to want to see me by then because I'm going to be unpaid them off. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm about to be blessed. Well, I'm blessed now, but I'm about to be even more favored sooner than later. And uh, I can't wait to make that money. And that's all that matters. I'm telling you. Before we get into the never have I ever questions, though, the little never have I ever trivia, is there anything like you want to say to like young men like, especially sexually active young men who are just out there just humping and grinding and bumping everything, but really don't care about consequences, what would you tell them about, like, being so irresponsible? Uh, okay, so one thing I do is you better get tested at least four times a year. I try to go every three to four months just to make sure, like, because you never know, like, what that other person doing. Like big facts. You're not with that person 24 hours of the day. Even though that person is your longtime girlfriend or boyfriend or partner or whatever, you don't know what they're doing. And it'd be the ones who closest to you be the ones that hurt you. So you just have to make sure at all times. If you get pregnant, you need to get tested. Or if you get somebody pregnant, both of y'all need to get tested because if she has something and she has that baby, that can affect that baby for the rest of the baby life. Like you, you're gonna be impacted more than than just your life. And then, like, you can't be out here hitting everybody raw. I know that thing good. I know it's wet. All that, <laughs> but it's comments out there that make you not feel like you have nothing on. Here go suggestions. Uh, there's Trojan. Non latex condoms. They super thin. It'll make you feel like there's nothing there. Um, those magnums, you ain't gonna you gonna feel nothing but the condom. So I so don't <laughs> don't don't get them. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you now, now they bulletproof now. You ain't they ain't gonna break. But uh, they bulletproof. <laughs> and then it's another brand called uh, Lexohex. Now they're a little on the expensive side. Like you got to order these, Amazon the real plug, and Target might have them too. But they are the best condoms that I ever had in my life. Um, they come in large and extra large. Now, now my guys, now you know everybody not believe my go- my guys. If you cannot fit it, do not buy it. Be real with yourself, because if you cannot fit it, it will slip off like a sock. <laughs> like a sock, no, but for real. And you'd be like, what happened? Did it do it again? Benjo. It says he's still here. I hope Benjo's still here because we didn't get to never have I ever yet. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, there we go. It went quiet. I was like, oh, yeah. Man. So, uh, and what else I want to tell them? Be careful who you shoot the club up in, too. You think you know that girl until she become your baby mom. Like, kids change people. Like, and then if you don't see yourself want to deal with her for the rest of your life, do not get her pregnant. I was okay with my choice. 
I don't regret it. It is what it is. Like, <laughs> I had full plans on doing that. It just came too early. She was going to get pregnant regardless. Like, oh, well, damn. Oh, yeah, regardless. But I was comfortable with that choice. Just make sure you are before you out here raw dogging everybody. Um, and that's just on period. Right. And I, I think that's, you know, all I can suggest, again, just hit my line or something if you need a detailed answer. Right, because Benjo has a daughter, like we all know, and uh-uh, I don't want her to listen in the future and be like, Dad, why are you saying oh, that's my, what the that's hell? my guy right there. I love me some future. <laughs> you like future? So you toxic? No, I wouldn't say that. I just like his style. So you, okay. His style isn't his, style, like how he raps and stuff, or like his style isn't the way no, he See, dances? he got money. So <laughs> with him getting all these folks pregnant, it's not putting a dent his pockets. He's living the life he wants to. I respect him because he's li- literally do- waking up doing whatever he want to do when he wants to do it and not tripping. Like, and then I, I love it when somebody some girl hurt his feelings because he's going to drop a fire album and it's going to be an album that I need to hear because <laughs> me, me and him get our feelings hurt at the same time. So. Like thought it was a drought was very much so needed. Uh, Hendrix. Well, two. Oh, uh, Hendrix? You liked Hendrix? Oh my goodness. He was super sick about Sierra. Sierra hurt that boy. Feelings. Oh my goodness. And he's... I said thought it was a drought. That's Dirty Sprite too. I'm stupid. No, yeah. I, I like him and Drake. When they get their feelings hurt, it'd be some hits. Drake's gonna drop some fire, okay? When Drake drops his album that he keep hinting about in these and, little, and, little ass studio pictures. And all his albums be like, right on time too. They be feeling. That Take Care of came out when I had my first breakup with him. With the first person I ever fell in love with. That was in 2011, 2012. He dropped that, he dropped that thing. I listen to that album every day. I'm a whole sucker out here. I'm a whole sucker. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I try not to be like whatever's saying that toxic, but it happens. You know, that's you're gonna fine. enjoy this roller coaster though. <laughs> that's for sure. You know what he's saying? Basically, if you go to Six Flags, get on the craziest ride. Bada bing, bada boom. There's your answer. And so, boom, we finna play five. We just gonna do five questions for Never Have I Ever. If either one of us has to put our finger down for it, quote unquote, then we have to explain the situation. If it happened more than one time, then we can explain like the best time. If it only happened once, then of course explain it once. Right. So the first one is never have I ever been to the strip club. You can go first if you have or have not. Oh yeah, my the the day after I turned eighteen, I went. And that well, hot in day. Nashville, where I'm from, like everything's eighteen and older. In Alabama, you got to be nineteen and older to do anything. But I right. I would never forget it. I fell in love with this girl named Peaches while I was in there, and I, I haven't seen Peaches since. But th- this girl put I put a dollar on her. She told me to she said put it right here. And when she said put it right there, she she told me to put it on her pussy. So I did that. <laughs> I did that. I kid you fucking not. This girl blew some air out of her pussy and made that hole spin in the air and it landed right back on her pussy. Oh. I don't know how she fucking did that. Uh, but she is the oh. goat. How 
you told me to just to do that, and I'm thinking like, okay, whatever. I'm throwing some money on. That's how they be in the music videos. And this right, this girl blew air out of it, and that hole was spinning in, in a circle and landed right back on that pussy. Couldn't believe it. Like I've been other times, but like that right there was an experience that I would never ever forget. <laughs> Damn. My I went to this strip club and I went plenty of times, but not I never had an experience like Man, that. I'm telling but my favorite strip club was I don't remember the name of it, but I went to New Orleans on spring break with my partner. And it was this girl named Tokyo. Where was it at? And was it on uh, uh was it... it was on Birdman. Oh, I've been in that one. It's two of them. It was see, we went to all of them. We went to like the country white mm-hmm, one. I went to that one. We went to the bougie black one, and then we went to the ghetto black one. It were it was I wouldn't say ghetto black one because that's gonna sound rude. It was like it was the one where it's like if you know you go in here on a good Friday or Saturday night, it's did, gonna get lit in Okay, I went to the one where they you didn't get charged to get in, but like they force you to buy a drink when you go in there. We went in there too. I didn't like that didn't one because I got a margarita from there and it was the worst margarita. And ever. I bet the whole like eight, and nine dollars too. Expensive as shit. Yes. Some water down. And New Orleans is really good with liquor because mm-hmm. when I had a fish bowl, I was like, oh shit, y'all are like trying to make me get figgity fucked up. But no, it was like, it was the one actually across the street from that one. That's where I went. And it was a girl named Tokyo. We paid $10 to get in, but it was like, shit, you can throw money at the strip club. So you might as well pay to get in that right, bitch because it'll be no true. point. But everybody else came out before her. One girl didn't even want to finish her dance. She was like, I'm just here because I'm here today. Then the next girl after that, she was like a little turned. And I was like, okay, so let me find out the next person finna give me vibes. And then here comes Tokyo. And it's exactly how she sounds. She's an Asian looking woman with a bang gang mm-hmm. and got some long weave. Big ass booty, nice ass titties, hourglass. Was it fake or real? Well, you know, the way surgeons work these days, it wasn't like a booty to the point where it was like, damn, that's super fake. But it was a booty that because she looked good, it made you want to stare until you found out. And that's exactly what I did. I stared and I just didn't want to find out no more because she was just Mm -hmm. so fine. And then she just came and she threw her ass in my Mm -hmm. face. And it's like people would think, that strippers would stink, and I don't know why because they always take care of themselves. Oh my gosh, flowers never smelled so good till that day. So I am done with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like <coughs> you know how fucking Andre three thousand and them said roses smell like boo boo. That day, no, the fuck they did not. She smelled like bliss. She smelled like a day, an afternoon at the picnic. Yeah, at especially a park when they when, with the sun. When they setting. first come in there and they haven't been sweating. Boy, like at that point, all my money was about to be gone. I was like, "Well, damn, why are you doing this to me? Because you just make me want to throw." I it know. That's why they be doing. They be knowing what they doing, and then they stare. They, they stare do. at you, and they know. Who yep, the fuck they with. stare. Oh my! Yes. It's like they reaching in your soul and your pockets at the same time. <laughs> so boom now we both have four the next one is never have I ever flirted with a teacher since you went first the last time I'll go first hell no all of my teachers oh no not all majority of my teachers were women until I got to college 
I am not racist, but I can't be racist because I'm black, but I'm not prejudiced, but I don't find any sexual attraction to white people or to anybody outside of being black. So I thought Tokyo did did it for you though. Yeah, but I wouldn't have sex with her. She was just she was fine to look at. And like people can be like there are white people, Asian, Mexicans, whoever. They're really fine to look at. Like I can stare at you and be like, wow, you're really beautiful. You're really hot or you're really sexy or you're handsome, whatever. But to take you home and be intimate with you, mm, yeah, we pushing a little limit. But then, yeah, and then all the male teachers I had were like, not my type. <laughs> I'm going to say a hard no on it. I only had one fine teacher and like she was so professional that she blocked any type of <laughs> anybody trying to come on her and uh yeah so I've seen multiple niggas try it she's married now and I love her to death because she taught me how to write papers and she she, she okay. is fine but like you know if I seen her turning down people that were older than me what makes what made me think I was gonna have a chance with it later? And I'm like 16, she's probably like late 20s. So I'm good on that. I just kept it pushing. And, hmm. At least you had somebody to look at. And then you want you ain't gonna look at my teachers. You gonna be yeah, like, I had one fine art teacher in middle school, I had one fine English teacher in, in high school, and then after that, like they pretty much was like old women and uh and then I think I think I had one black lady professor, but I didn't like her. So um, she wasn't ugly or nothing, but she just had a nasty attitude. And um, well, nasty attitudes make you. Ugly. Man, I saw. Uh, be really you said something outside, right there. But Ooh, if your spirit uh, ugly, you um, fuck. Girl, you said something. You better act like you know something. I be trying sometimes. Sometimes I'm really stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but I'm glad I didn't. Like have nobody like that in college or or even in grad schools because I don't I want to be paying attention to the work that you are assigning I want to be paying attention to the the lessons that you're giving not how your figure look not how your face look I don't want to be attracted to you like I want mm-hmm. focus so I'm good on that hmm okay. So we both still got four fingers, though. Okay, we not as bad nah, as we Some people we do have fine teachers, but I just never... Mine scares the thing. The thing that really scares me about even flirting with a teacher, though, like, that's just growing up in life, period. Oh, wait, no, I did have one fine teacher. I forgot, but he was in college, and he was my fr- it was my freshman year. But it was like, he wasn't even my teacher for real, because he was a... He was doing an internship for another teacher that just wouldn't show the fuck up. So then he ended up teaching us the lesson. Yeah, he was. He oh was yeah, TA. he was. He was fine. Yeah. I don't know that count, uh, not that fine, cause shit, I forgot who he was. But I was gonna say, um, I honestly never thought about flirting with a teacher, anyways, because of the whole thing of like it going too far and like the whole rape allegations or pedophile, all that kind of stuff. Cause unfortunately, one of my band director that I went to high school with. He ended up getting in trouble with that. And it was just like, what the fuck? So, like, stuff like that is just having that kind of image on yourself. I felt like 
just as much as it hurts an adult, it can hurt a child just the same. And I'm just like, nah, I don't want that image on right. me. Cause mm-hmm. she know. But the third question is, never have I ever hooked up with someone I just met within the first 24 hours. Basically had a one night stand. Oh yeah. Who, or who, no. Who yeah, basically had, had a one night stand. stand. If you ever had a one night stand, you missed out on life. Like it's too. it's one of those. It's a well, yeah, not yeah. One, I, but, okay. listen, you ain't gotta <laughs> explain to me. But I, I, I know it's an <laughs> adrenaline rush for sure because you take all type of risk doing it. You don't know them. Sometimes you don't know their name, and you're not gonna see them again. Exactly. More than and likely. then sometimes those supposed to be one night stands turn into. Now you fucking with them for a while, and you you trapped because it was so freaking good. And now you don't want to give it up. Uh, oh no, oh, I never good. did that. All my all my intentional one night stands was one night. No, <laughs> like it it produced life from that. So <laughs> I know. Oh. No. Uh, so anywho, um, so I uh, I just think that that. And then you you never know if that person got a, like anything, you know, like you don't know if they got an STD or not. You just in the moment and you just do it, and like it's an it's an, it's an experience. I've never got got like that, thankfully. But I mean, some of them I guess I forgot because I don't even remember some of them like what they look like. Big facts, like some of them I don't even count as my body counts. Sometimes. I, I, I hate <laughs> when women do that. Y'all, y'all swear to God, certain stuff don't count just because you didn't like it. Because it's not just because I didn't like it. How I look at it is women can orgasm more than one time. Guys ejaculate once in a setting. Because men can have an orgasm where it just feels so good. It feels like their body is just numb. But you ejaculate once. Women, that same process of you guys' ejaculation, we can do ejaculating. We can do it right. so many times. If I don't do that, not mad time, like not even once, you weren't worth it. I understand that, but the, the act happened. Like just because you didn't come, you can't say that. Or just because when he put it in, it wasn't as big as you thought or wanted it to be. That counts. Oh well, no. I check for the size thing. I only had a size issue with two people, and the only reason why I had a size issue with them two people was because the first person was my first. His size was definitely like pew, but I loved him before I even saw him in that light. So it was like it don't matter what you got because I mm-hmm. quote unquote love you. And then the second person, it was like, hey, you're here today, I guess. <laughs> It'd be like that. It do. A really sad Big <laughs> back. <laughs> and, the, okay, number four. We almost to the last question. Never, this is a toxic one. Never have I ever spied on an ex online profile. Like, went to their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, and just saw, tried to see what they was doing. Uh, I have. Like, fuck. But, but one thing I, I won't do, I won't, like, comment on it and stuff because I've done that with my last ex 
Because I don't know. I guess I was just in love with her, and I couldn't believe she was doing me the way she did me. Because uh, I I put my damn near my life on hold trying to be with that girl. And like when she would say little stuff on social media, I'd be so blown. Like, and I guess mm. I guess it happens because I ain't gonna lie to you, it's it's been done to me, and I've been in trouble for you know somebody watching my page like that. So I've been on both ends of it. So I understand. Um, is it toxic? Sure, but that person must have had some going. If um. You feel like you gotta do that, and a lot of times it'd be the sex or what go on in the sex that had you so hooked, where like it should start fucking with your mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I've done people like that, and people have done me like that, and like that's not a good feeling to be the person that's like whipped like that. Yeah, that toxic sex is that's not lit. It used to be fun. In the right, act. but see me. But, oh no, that aftermath. That's the only way I know how to fuck because I'm because over if I you. if I don't, I don't want you to go back to your friends. Give me a a BDA. I mean a BDR, bad dick report. I don't want that. Like, uh... I, I don't <laughs> want that on my resume. So you're gonna you're gonna love this roller coaster. Now, if we make it to the end, cool. If we don't. I promise you, you're going to have fun, you know, while it lasts. So now I have a question. So the first night that you have sex with somebody, whenever it's, like, decided, you put, like, your oh, all yeah. into well, it? Well, not all. I'll probably give a B plus or A off the top. Because I can't. But you're not giving A plus D? Mm, no. No. I would give you A plus D probably the second or third time. Okay. Or, or I... Oh, I lied. I lied. What? I lied. When you try to like be done with me, and then I got to give you that to remind you what you're gonna leave because you bullshit. So you that makeup sex is gonna be the the A plus. I just gotta do something like a spectacular that make you like you know like, uh, regress your decision that you just thought about making. What? Yeah, you toxic. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a bad toxic, but you like the kind of like you see, gonna get in my head. But see, I think like, the problem uh, is like I'm a good guy too. You know, I, I might not be perfect, or I might not make every right decision, but I'm gonna be a, a good friend regardless of whether me and this person is like dating or in a relationship or not. Even if you say, you know what. I've had people tell me they can't do this no more because, like, it's too good. And, like, I understand it, but I don't cut them off as, like, a, like, F that bitch or nothing. Like, I don't even do that. Like, we can still be cool. We can still be friends. Everybody can't handle what I can push out. And I understand, I understand that. Mm. Like, ain't no, ain't no shame in, in nobody game. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's just how I feel. Like, and then as far as, like, being in your mind, I guess I got a psychology degree, so I'm trained like that. So I guess mm-hmm. to be a psychologist and a, a body connoisseur makes me kind of dangerous a little bit. So, but way, you're yeah. going to have fun. 
<laughs> That's you all gonna, that matters. When you get on this ride, you're going gonna to have fun. fun. And I, I hope, you know, sometimes when I stop, you know, being like that, I've got got. I done fell in love and it didn't work out. <laughs> so, and, you know, hurt people always hurt people. And I don't be intentionally trying to hurt nobody, but as I just got through being in love, I, 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 I'm numb. Like, I, I can't. I can't love you like you need to be loved sometimes. Yeah, I'm not spending that love back out right, right. now. Right. And it takes me forever to get over something like that because I can count on one hand or a few fingers how many times I've been in love in actuality. So, and like two of them, I never had to talk to them again. One of them, I got to communicate with her because I have to. Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah. It, I mean, it is what it is, but you can go ahead with the next one. Okay, and the last question, dang, we only got we got two fingers up. <laughs> the last question is: Never have I ever masturbated to a porn star. Oh, that's why I learned all my my uh, tricks. Really, porn you learned nothing from but porn? a. I, I don't get pleasure out of porn. Porn is a is basically re, is research. Okay, like. Okay, yes. I feel the same way. Now, I have masturbated to porn when I yeah. first discovered it. No, I'm like, not oh, saying this, that this I crazy. haven't or still don't, but it doesn't. Ugh, I don't know. Mm-mm. My porn, hell yeah. But now, it do be different when you actually mm-hmm. had the I'm j- thing. You rewatch a video because you know what it feel like. So you can take, mentally, you can probably take right. yourself back to it. But like all these positions that I've learned, how to really like, Getting somebody head, how like to do the other freaks like the throat grabbing, the the thumb and the ass type of shit, the where to touch you at, all it. <laughs> and then and guys, if you really want to learn something, watch lesbian porn. The lesbians will teach you how to eat pussy. I kid you freaking not. Like better than whatever guy that's having sex with such girl on. On, on one of those porn videos. Like, they, they are all nothing but life lessons in there. And for me, I even watch TV shows in there. I don't know if people know that like Pornhub has TV shows in it. So you watch, like, cinemas and stuff. Like, your porn categories would, like, have, like, those types where there's, like, a deep-ass background. There's no, I, I ain't talking like- about that. I'm talking about, like, TV shows like game shows, mm. like they have they have little things oh. um, like that in there. So I watch episodes of shows, like not even trying to like masturbate or nothing like that. I ain't even doing that, but I just watch the TV shows. Like uh, I don't know if you heard of Brazzers, but Brazzers has a uh, TV show. Yeah, and Playboy Ooh. got a TV show. Um. There's uh, plenty of sex games on on uh, on Pornhub. Uh, you just have to like really like look. But I I thought it was amazing, like seeing like little game shows on there. Um, yeah. Hmm. I definitely agree with the whole like porn being research thing. Yeah, it's really, called. Like, now I gotta uh, go my favorite show tonight. is called Brazzers House. So basically, it's like a uh, like an elimination type of thing. They got a cash prize at the end, 
they have like little, little events that. Mm. It went blank again. Can you hear me? Okay, yep, a lot of this stuff is sexual-related, but like, for me, it's just entertainment. Like, I'm not sitting there touching myself, watching it. I'm just thinking like, wow, these folks wilding. Because these are, these are like 20 porn yeah. stars under one roof trying to win this game show to where they can get a, a cash prize Ooh. at the end. Sometimes they having threesomes on, on there as part of the show. Sometimes they licking on each other to see who nipples are who. Uh, sometimes they they having like different stations where they they might be sucking dick in one, getting fucked upside down another one. See, don't give no more don't give no more details because then Bra- Brad need to call you and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> be on this commercials. Let us sponsor you because you make you make man. You I'm telling you, they got watch, they got so many seasons of it. Fuck, but nah. <laughs> yeah, they gotta. They need to pay you now, cause now I'm interested. So we ain't even gonna get him too much tea, y'all. He told y'all where to go, and shit, cause you can't be. You gotta be 18 or older, anyways, to listen to this podcast. Hey, so shoot, but I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was their age, I was doing stuff I shouldn't been doing. For sure. From the age that I was the age at the age that I was doing the age stuff, cause I ain't gonna say what age I started. Yeah, I was in middle school. I was in middle school. Waited. But I was yeah, curious. I was a, yeah. I was an age. I, I, I was a I hope so. I was, yeah, I was early a double digits. Hey, but you know, some people, they be singular digits and just be going off. And I just be like, how are you a single digit? And you can yeah, talk as if you I wish I would have waited, though. I That's something that I look back on. Like, I shouldn't have been doing that. I should have been focused on other stuff. Not trying to be fast and have sex and stuff. I was tripping. But I wouldn't want my kids doing that. I wouldn't want my sister or my child. Like I wouldn't want them doing that. Honestly, I don't even see how I made the time to do it because my life was so busy. I was like in the van in high school. I was in an orchestra. I was in dance classes. I was a full... I did school a lot. A lot, a lot. I was in AP classes. So it's like, how the fuck you find time to do this stuff? And I was like, well, I swear. when you want it, you want it. <laughs> but thank you for being on the episode, Benjo. It was fun talking to you. You're actually my longest episode right Great. now. Like, like, but I've been wanting to do this with you, though, because, like, you know, we ain't never been on that no type of level with each other. But I like talking to you about stuff like this because I ain't got... Yeah, because we think the same, honestly. Like a lot of stuff that you said, it's like that you be on the money. Like some people be like in the change. No, you right there on a fifty dollar bill. That's like, what I'm saying. That's how I feel about face. you. Like, because I don't have nobody to talk to about no stuff like this. Because a lot of people just don't care, uh, <laughs> or they not, or they not, you know. And that's sad. Comfortable enough to be like that. And honestly, that's just the whole point of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make it comfortable because at this point, sex is everywhere. The internet is easy as is open, just like porn stars. Mm-hmm. Legs. Yeah. Fuck, you can't you can't hide from sex anymore. It's not one of those things where it's like you had sex is so easy to find because back in our day, we had to stay up late past like eleven okay. o'clock Ooh, to watch BET yeah. cut or see yeah. like the late night shit. Exactly. So nowadays, kids can be like, oh, if I want to see sex, I'm just going to get on Twitter at mm-hmm. 5.30 in the afternoon. Like, what the fuck? So, 
it's like at this point, if we're gonna be open like this, y'all might as well talk about it. But then as soon as I get you oh, in the bedroom, I don't oh know God. what I'm doing. Well, bitch, why are you repleting it then? Because it looked good. Fuck that looking good. Shit, Teaching how you gonna repeat it? Are you gonna lie? I'm like, because it's gonna take it's gonna take you a while to get like to my level. So I gotta like when you in and like that's it's like I ain't gonna say stooping down, but like it's like I have to like chill. When I don't want to, I want to go crazy. I like teaching only because it's like it's the build up for it, and then that's the only time I like to be a dominating person because I'm not I'm not a dom at all. I'm very submissive, but if you have to learn my body, oh yeah, I'll teach you. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna talk to you just like a dom would talk to a sub. I'm gonna slap you in the face, move your head around. Oh, you gotta get it right. No, because I'm, I'm with you. My clitoris is very she 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 not with that shit. She will go back under her hood and be okay, like, "Oh, you so bullshitting right now." I fell on the floor, like, and I can't get up <laughs> because you are wild. <laughs> not back in the hood. I'm saying, I, like, that's how it I can't be. with you. No, can't with she you. will go. She will hide if it's not right. And that's with penetration, clitoral uh, stimulation, I'm like that nipple stimulation, with the head too, so anal, I get whatever. Yeah, like, I feel like God, and guys can do that with their dick. If a girl not sucking their dick good enough, or they getting their dick sucked terrible, y'all dick will get soft. Okay, my clitoris right. will no longer be erect. You know, it's sad that people, some people wouldn't even know what that meant though. What you just said, <laughs> and that's the problem. And that's why, I, that's the problem right there. You shouldn't be having sex if you don't know what a clitoris is, a clitoral hood, the la- the, dif- the two different labias. If you don't know the difference between my vaginal opening and my vagina, you're not allowed to have sex with me. If you don't know the difference between herpes 1 and 2 or hepatitis 1 and 2, right. you're not allowed to have sex with me. I'm with you. See, we're, we're, we're here. Like, if I was looking at you, I would do the fingers. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm, we here. Yeah, that's why I'm happy I got this one partner because it's just like people come at me stupid, and I be like, "Boy, you don't know how to put on a condom, but you want to fuck me raw?" Nope, not right? Today. I'm with you, not and today. then you could just and when that one person just knows what to do, like you just be good. You just be good on everything else. You feel me? Because you, it's about satisfying. Right. The satis- yeah, and if you can't do that with me, it's gonna be real tough. For me to talk to you. Right, it's gonna be a bad day and you're gonna feel Because I'm too blunt. I'm too blunt. And like sometimes I've heard feelings like that. And I don't try to, but come on now, you ain't finna be coming all over the place and then leave me hanging. And that's just on <laughs> fucking period. And that's just on my I, like sweetie said, I know that's right. Cause that's mother loving. Yeah, so just anytime you want to invite your boy back, I'm here with you. Like, and I, I, I love I surely you know, shall. talking to you and all this other good stuff. And I hope your podcast becomes successful. I hope you become successful and all this other good stuff. And I will meet you. I will meet you, you at the top. I wish the same thing for you. <laughs> and you know, amen. And then congratulations on getting your second masters because mm, I'm gonna now I'm getting my second one right now. I got I got about a year and a half left. Do that shit. Black men excellence. Yeah. We love to hear it. We love to see it. 
And again, make sure y'all follow him on all of his social media. It will be in the description box. Yeah, book y'all photo shoots. I'm with you. (laughs) And that's his own fucking period. He do all shoots. He do naked ones, maternity. I'm I'm waiting on you too for your next one. Because um. And I love you so much. I'm working on this body yadi right Look, now. So when I get this body yadi, just book straight, me and oh, I promise you I'm gonna cut up. Real talk. <laughs> All right. Love you. Bet. Bet. All right, bye bye. Love you too.